All right, hi everybody. Time for the digital marketing news this week. I've got some exciting things as always. The first story is actually really cool. So LinkedIn is now allowing users to view sponsored content from the past six months. So if you wanna see what your competitors have been sponsoring, what ads they've been running over the last six months, you're now gonna be able to do that with this new LinkedIn feature. So according to LinkedIn, the changes are necessary for transparency, which they absolutely are. Um, if you saw Facebook, Facebook allows you to, to do this as well. So you can go to somebody's page, you can look at their page, you can click on ads, you can see all the ads that they're running. So LinkedIn is, is really following suit there. And uh, just something that I think you'd probably wanna check out. Go find your top three competitors, go to see all the ads they've been running. I'll bet you that they're most likely not running ads. There's, I would say probably only 20%, 10% of companies right now somewhere in that range you're actually running linkedin ads we've been running quite a bit it's part of the, the stuff that we do here I, I think they work really well and they're getting better like over the last couple years they've gotten better and better so definitely check them out next thing a new study comes out that says that half of businesses do not have a marketing plan and i absolutely am not surprised about that at all you know what this study really showed is that um, people are just kind of like businesses are running around like chickens with their heads cut off trying to get from one thing to the other and they're not investing time to actually create a marketing plan which for me is a huge huge mistake i need to know personally for the business what every single channel is um, what the contribution is to uh, inbound leads you know all of that stuff close rate when you have all these things really laid out in a sequential way and you know what the levers are to scale them it makes it much easier to predict the growth for the business so a lot of people aren't doing that also some other things came out in this study they said that more than half 55 percent so that they spend less than five percent of their annual sales on marketing that's a little low if you want to have a business that's growing usually the rule of thumb is 10 percent at a minimum and 81% uh, uh, said that uh, that they're investing somewhere between five and 10%. So, so most people are in that, that five to 10% range, but still potentially a little bit lower than, than maybe what it should be if you wanna be a, a fast growing business. Next thing, a new study comes out and says that 21% of consumers are using voice every single week so voice search this is a big topic right now been chatting a lot about it make sure to check out the podcast i just did with Rand fishkin this week on the youtube channel on stitcher on uh, apple um you know podcasts and itunes and all that stuff um rand and i talked a lot about voice search we had some kind of different opinions on it and um but i really respect where he was coming from on it anyways in this study uber all partner of ours they surveyed over 1,000 customers and found that 21 percent of people are using voice search every single day um, and that but still 51% have never excuse me 57% have never used voice search at all and the reason is that 23% are just not used to it 20% don't think it's efficient and 14% uh, believe it's uh, not accurate and uh, I think my wife falls into that middle bucket she doesn't think it's efficient she's like John why are you always doing voice searches into your phone and uh, I feel like it is efficient I feel like I get the information quicker I you know I don't like typing if I don't have to um, so you know different strokes for different folks next thing a new study comes out that says that consumers trust websites more than Google my business and we had kind of covered this a little bit in the past uh, but basically this study says that 
People really feel like the website's more up to date than Google My Business. This is a reason why you wanna use a local listing service to make sure that everything is up to date. There's so much incorrect information. Um, I talked about this a little bit before, but half the time, not half the time, much of the time we'll even find, especially if it's a multi-location business, say it's a business, your business has you know, 20, 50 thousands of different locations. A lot of the time they even have like the wrong phone number, the, the wrong address, you know, stuff like that, right? Stuff that like really hurts your sales. So um, you wanna make sure that those things are correct. Next thing, this is kind of interesting. I actually really like this. So Google is rolling out, Google Ads is rolling out new bidding strategies. There's three of them, okay? So here's the first one. The first one is campaign level conversions. So now you can set goals on the campaign level instead of just the account level. Next one, see seasonality adjustments. So this is this is interesting. Uh, you want to make sure that you're you're setting this appropriately, but Basically, this is a response um, to the demand for ad hoc events, such as like a one-time promotion. And if you think your conversion rate's going to improve during an upcoming promotion, you can use um, a seasonality adjustment to adapt your bidding accordingly. And the last one, this one's cool. Okay, so this is maximize conversion value. And this allows you to optimize your campaigns for volume and growth instead of efficiency. Okay, volume and growth instead of efficiency, which I think a lot of people want. All right, okay, so next thing is Google doesn't show hidden tab content in search results. So there's this thing that came out this week. Um, we've been talking to a couple of our clients about it. It's, it's just it's really like such, such a Google thing, okay? So here, here's how it goes. If you've got um, a tab, right, like, like a, a tab on your website and there's content underneath it, Google will still use that for rankings, which is great, so thank you, Google. But what they will not do, what they have said that we will not do, we will not pull that out and show that as a rich result. Okay, makes sense? So those rich results kind of at the top of the page, everybody wants to get them. Some people call it ranking zero. If it's under something on the page because it's not visible on the page, they're not gonna pull that out and have that as a rich result. John Mueller said that, he went on record, just kind of one-off random comment. And then it had a lot of people thinking about, oh, well, how do we update our strategy, right? Should we be using you know, drop downs with content underneath it? What do we want to have outside of it? Because we want that to create a feature snippet, right? Should you have everything load and be visible on page load and then uh, pull up or you know so that it's hiding the content. Things to think about. I'm not gonna give you the exact strategy unless you're a client on that one. Okay, so next one is Google is updating their search quality rater guidelines. So Google's got these guidelines. The quality raters are people who go around Google and then they use their own minds to actually rate web pages. And these are really important, especially for certain types of websites. Um, there's this acronym EAT, E-A-T, Expertise, Authority, and Trustworthiness. And that's kind of something that they look at a lot. It's one of the main aspects of what they do. So here are some of the changes that you want to uh, keep in mind. So there's gonna be more emphasis on interstitials and pages that require an app to download. There's gonna be less emphasis on expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. That's that EAT, right? And more emphasis on page quality. Less emphasis on um, the EAT requirements for your money, your life type of sites. But then, so they're kind of making these sites so that they can rank a little bit better, even if they aren't, you know, like the, the most 
expertise, authority, authoritiness, and then trustworthiness. And then they kind of flip the script a little bit with this last part, and they say that there's going to be more info on everyday expertise for non-your money, money your life sites. So they want to see somebody who's got some level of expertise writing the content that's on a blog. What they don't want to see is somebody like say for example for the ignite visibility blog say i hired 10 writers right and i'm like just go nuts right just kind of like what hubspot did just go nuts and just write tons of stuff on keywords i want to build traffic i want to get to 2 million visitors a month they don't want to see that what they want to see is somebody like me john lincoln who's an expert on digital marketing writing this actual content right so when it comes to that one what's the takeaway? What's the action item? Well, make sure you're writing good content, but also that it's really prevalent who the author is and that it's clear that this author is an expert in the field so that you don't get hit by an update, okay? Next thing, last thing today, uh, research shows how much influencers are charging for sponsored posts. So they're calling them nano influencers. I like to call them micro influencers. That's the term that I came up with uh, in my book, Digital Influencer, a guide to achieving influencer status online that you can buy on Amazon. Um, but anyway, so they're saying that nano influencers are basically charging anywhere between $100 and $2,400 for a post. That's kind of like the range generally for influencers. The nano ones, the smaller ones, excuse me, the smaller ones are going to be more on like the $100 side. So if you want, you can go to somebody who's got like 500 um, or a thousand followers on Instagram and you can uh, pay them a hundred bucks to promote something. Uh, I've really been ramping up my Instagram a lot. It's been a lot of fun messing around with it. If you want to follow me, it's John Lincoln Marketing uh, is my handle on Instagram. Thanks for watching. I hope this was really interesting to you. Go check out your LinkedIn competitor ads and see what they're running. Have a great one and uh, like, comment, tell me how these things are going to help you with your digital marketing or if anything was interesting. See you next week. Bye.